Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. Our reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Let brotherly love continue. Do not neglect hospitality. For through it some have unknowingly entertained angels. Be mindful of prisoners as of sharing their imprisonment and of the ill-treated as of yourselves. For you are also in the body. Let marriage be honored among all and the marriage bed be kept undefiled. For God will judge the immoral and adulterers. Let your life be free from love of money, but be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never forsake you or abandon you. Thus we may say with confidence, the Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid. What can anyone do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider the outcome of their way of life and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The word of the Lord. The Lord is my light and my salvation. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is my life's refuge. Of whom should I be afraid? Though an army encamp against me, my heart will not fear. Though war be waged upon me, even then will I trust. For he will hide me in his abode in the day of trouble. He will conceal me in the shelter of his tent. He will set me high upon a rock. Your presence, O Lord, I seek. Hide not your face from me. Do not in anger repel your servant. You are my helper. Cast me not off. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. King Herod heard about Jesus, for his fame had become widespread, and people were saying, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. That is why mighty powers are at work in him. Others were saying, he is Elijah. Still others, he is a prophet, like any of the prophets. But when Herod learned of it, he said, it is John whom I beheaded. He has been raised up. Herod was the one who had John arrested and bound in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother, Philip, whom he had married. John had said to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. Herodias harbored a grudge against him and wanted to kill him, but was unable to do so. Herod feared John, knowing him to be a righteous and holy man, and kept him in custody. When he heard him speak, he was very much perplexed, yet he liked to listen to him. Herodias had an opportunity one day when Herod, on his birthday, gave a banquet for his courtiers, his military officers, and the leading men of Galilee. His own daughter came in and performed a dance that delighted Herod and his guests. The king said to the girl, Ask of me whatever you wish, and I will grant it to you. He even swore many things to her. I will grant you whatever you ask of me, even to half of my kingdom. She went out and said to her mother, What shall I ask for? Her mother replied, The head of John the Baptist. The girl hurried back to the king's presence and made her request. I want you to give me at once on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was deeply distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests, he did not wish to break his word to her. So he promptly dispatched an executioner with orders to bring back his head. He went off and beheaded him in the prison. He brought in the head on a platter and gave it to the girl. The girl in turn gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard about it, they came and took his body and laid it in a tomb. The Gospel of the Lord. St. Luke states that when Mary's time of purification ended, 40 days after Christ's birth, that would be yesterday, 
February 2nd, Mary went to the temple to be purified. She took a ritual bath and she presented her firstborn to the Lord. This presentation in the temple ends the infancy narratives in the Gospels. So traditionally, that is when the Christmas season ended on February 2nd, 40 days after December 25th. Someone wrote that while many in the United States yesterday celebrated the frivolous Groundhog Day, looking forward to spring, many Catholics closed out Christmas tide and the, the feasts connected to our Lord's birth. The secular world looks at Catholics as being a bit odd for keeping the Christmas spirit up for so long. But in reality, traditional Catholics and secular society celebrate Christmas for about the same length of time. The commercialized world starts its 40-day celebration at Thanksgiving and stops at New Year's Day or so. Catholics start their 40-day celebration when they are supposed to at the end of Advent, which begins on Christmas Day, the day Christ, the light to the nations, was actually born. So traditionally, on February 2nd, candles were blessed in honor of Christ the light. And today, February 3rd, the ancient feast of St. Blaise, Tradition has been kept of having throats blessed with two candles affixed in the shape of a St. Andrew's cross, an X. St. Blaise was an ancient bishop and martyr in Albania. When a wolf carried off a poor woman's pig, Blaise commanded the wolf to return it. And to the amazement of the bystanders, the wolf obeyed Blaise and returned the pig unarmed. On another occasion, a woman brought her dying boy to Blaze. The boy had a fish bone stuck in his throat, and Blaze healed him. But Blaze lived in a time of persecution, and the anti-Christian government scourged Blaze and threw him in jail. In doing so, they deprived him of food and necessities. The woman whose pig was restored brought him food and candles to dispel the gloom of his prison cell. Later on, the authorities tortured Blaze by tearing his flesh with iron combs. Then they beheaded him. And so, St. Blaze is the patron saint of wool combers, wild animals, and all who suffer from ailments of the throat. Wool combers. One has to love the church's sense of humor. It helps us to laugh in the face of danger and persecution. It helps us to fear God and not the world. And we love the beautiful devotions the church gives us. They are cause for joy that dispel the gloom of a world imprisoned by sin. The devotions give us a culture, a happy culture of life, to combat the culture of death that surrounds us. So, Let's keep our sense of humor, keep our devotions, our rosary, our first Fridays, lighting candles, and spending time in adoration in church. Let's keep studying our Catholic past, our heritage, where we come from, so we can root ourselves solidly in our faith. Let us love the church that Christ left us, for there is no salvation outside of it. 